0: From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, September 14th, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. The State Highway Patrol says there were no injuries after a school bus with 20 students on board crashed this morning in Middlefield, east of Cleveland. It's the fourth school bus crash in Ohio in less than a month. Video has surfaced of a now-fired Dayton school staff member hitting a three-year-old special needs student on the head and then carrying him by the ankles down the hallway. Here's ONN's Yolanda Harris. That students' parents are asking if the former employee was properly certified. Now, the state education department says in order to be an educational aide or student monitor, you must have an associate degree, pass the state paraprofessional test, and have two years of study at a college or university. A spokesperson for Dayton Schools is working to find out whether or not the staff member met those requirements. I'm Yolanda Harris. About 30 miles northeast of Mansfield, in the town of Homerville, the Medina County Sheriff's Office is investigating multiple reports of possible hate crimes against Amish residents. Sergeant Larry Covey says they've received 14 calls reporting people throwing railroad spikes, water bottles filled with rocks, and other items. They're throwing them through windows, throwing them, uh, hitting the house, breaking siding. Uh, they've damaged a couple of roofs. He says he's concerned someone is going to get hurt. A major Cincinnati bridge is back open after a bomb threat during the morning rush hour yesterday. Police shut down the John A. Roebling suspension bridge for three hours. The FBI says the threat wasn't credible, but they will still look into it. The latest effort to draw a fair state Senate and House district map came to a halt before it ever really got started yesterday. ONN political reporter Doug Petcash reports from the State House in Columbus. Republican House and Senate leaders couldn't come to an agreement on who the Republican co-chair of the redistricting commission should be. Because of that, Democrats decided to wait to announce their choice to ensure that there's balance between the co-chairs on the commission. But without co-chairs, the commission can't get to work. After gaveling in the meeting, Governor DeWine announced he had to recess the meeting until Friday morning when he hopes co-chairs will be selected. Secretary of State Frank LaRose set a September 22nd deadline to approve a new map to give time for possible legal challenges. I'm Doug Petcast. With a strike deadline of midnight tonight, United Auto Workers President Sean Fain says offers from Detroit automakers aren't enough, and the union is getting ready to walk. Fain says General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis have raised their initial wage offers but have rejected some of the union's other demands. He says the offers don't reflect the sacrifices made by union workers. The automakers contend they need to make huge investments to build electric vehicles while continuing to build and engineer internal combustion vehicles. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown says the auto industry is doing just fine and needs to pass on some of the profit to workers. CEOs of these companies make, I believe, 20 million or more. Um, they have several million-dollar executives. They're doing very well. They're very profitable. Their shareholders are doing well. Their executives. And many companies around the country do stock buybacks, and the workers are left behind. And there's no excuse for that. There are more than 10,000 UAW members in Ohio. Ohio's Committee on Rail Safety has adopted a 132-page report, signifying an end to months of meetings and investigations into the derailment in East Palestine. The report contains recommendations of what can be done. Two last-minute amendments were added. One is a recommendation for the state to monitor the ground chemicals for at least 20 years. Another is to provide money for a yearly report on agriculture in the region. Republican State Senator Michael Rooley is from Salem, 20 miles from East Palestine. Things have changed a lot there. When you're down at ground zero, all the tracks have been ripped out, so that smell is gone and we're starting to get back to normal. But the anxiety is still there, especially with the farmers. We're seeing that's where the real concern is. Residents of the area are still calling for a federal disaster declaration to gain more support. Meanwhile, a southeast Ohio county is planning for the future of railroad safety. ONN's Brett Wharf has more. All of Washington County will be joining the U.S. Department of Transportation's Federal Railroad Administration and a national campaign to promote safety near the railroads. The campaign is in place to promote the need of railroad education. Data from 2022 shows Ohio ranks ninth in the country for most railroad collisions with 66 total. This resulted in four deaths and 12 injuries. The safety campaign will run through September 26th. Brett Wharf, O&N News, Southeast Ohio. Cleveland Browns Radio Network play-by-play caller Jim Donovan announced at the end of the game last Sunday that he's stepping away from the booth while being treated for a relapse of leukemia that he's battled on and off for over 20 years. The team has reached out to him with get-well wishes, including from coach Kevin Stefanski and defensive end Miles Garrett. I know you're going through a tough time, but tough times don't last, tough people do. Uh, so just know that we're with you 100%. We're with you every step of the way, just like you're with us every step of the way. I want to say wishing you well with your surgery and your recovery. As far as honors, I know you've been the voice of the Browns, a huge supporter and a friendly and welcome face for us. And uh, like I said, we're wishing you the very best. Donovan is 67. He has called Browns games since the team returned to the NFL in 1999. And the Toledo Zoo has a new addition after a baby giraffe was born there. ONN's Amanda Fay has the story. A 165 pound bundle of joy arrived at the Toledo Zoo over the weekend. Baby Franklin was born to Mom Thule and Dad Rocket. Franklin is currently off exhibit with his mother, but you will be able to meet him later this month in the Africa exhibit after he meets the rest of the herd. I'm Amanda Fay. Special thanks to our TV affiliates, WKYC in Cleveland, WTOL in Toledo, and WBNS in Columbus, for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.